Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Then after I preach, and incidentally, the reason I'm working this in here, I preached that night on the double cure. See, of uh, more preaching than teaching. I'm taking the time to teach here, but I just got down and went after preaching. That night on the double cure, you see, himself, you know, took our infirmities. He was made to be sin. He bore our iniquities. Well, now afterwards, the pastor sitting on the platform said to me, the Baptist pastor said, Brother Higgin, uh, well, could you loan me your notes? See, being Baptist, I learned to preach from notes, and sitting there, he could see my notes. He said, now, I, I, I realize, you know, being a minister, that you just have an outline there. But he said, after all, I've heard the message, and I can take the skeleton outline, put the meat on it, just like you did. But he said, I want to preach that. I, he said, I can't be here tomorrow night because I know you close Wednesday night. I'll send the notes back by somebody because we have Wednesday night service in our church. But I want to preach the same message Sunday morning in my church, the First Baptist Church that you preach here tonight. Welcome to Rama for Today. In a moment, Kenneth E. Hagan continues his series on Healing Belongs to Us. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. I was preaching just three nights service, uh, four, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I mean, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, four nights service in the Full Gospel Church in her town 15 months later. And we laid hands on Monday night. Monday night, I laid hands on a man in a wheelchair, a man that was oh, somewhere around 55 years of age. I'd learned he'd been in that wheelchair seven years. Had two strokes. I laid hands on him. He walked out of the wheelchair. Actually, I sat down in the wheelchair, and he pushed me up and down the aisles of that full gospel church. So I walked out on the platform, because I had to stay back and pray till about the time they'd turned the service to me. And I walked out on the platform and sat down on the platform. There was a very distinguished-looking gentleman. I sat down. Uh, the, the, the song director is up leading a, a song just before they turned it to me. Congregational singing. And the pastor is sitting right by my side. And another very distinguished-looking gentleman on the other side of him. And, and this pastor said, Brother Hagin, I want you to meet Reverend so-and-so, pastor of the First Baptist Church. And he stooped over, you know, around this pastor and said, Brother Hagin, I've already apologized to this church. I won't apologize to you. He said, that man that was healed last night is a member of my church. I came downtown this morning, parked by the curb, started walking down the street, and here this man come walking down the street towards me. I didn't even know till then that he'd been in a wheelchair seven years. He said, that man, you see, had been tied to that wheelchair seven years. He had had two strokes of paralysis. If you go by our church, you know, and they had a, an old church with high steps, and you'll see a ramp built. That was built especially so he could put his wheelchair up into the church. And here he come walking down the street towards me. He said, I almost turned and started running. I thought of seeing ghosts. And I went to meet him. And I said, what happened? He, and before I could get to him, he started hollering out, I'm healed. Jesus, heal me. Jesus, heal me. And he said, we just hugged and shouted right there on the street. And he said, I, what, what happened? He said, well, I was over to Full Gospel Church last night. And there's a fellow over there who used to be a Baptist preacher. Laid hands on me. And instantly I was healed and walked out of that chair. Now, he said, some people said the devil did it. He said, I know the devil's not out healing the Baptist. <laughs> Amen. He said, I, I, I just got up and apologized to this church because I've said some unkind things. I want to thank them for holding on to divine healing when I didn't see it. See? And I want to thank you for ministering to the man, and, and I can see it. Then after I preached, and incidentally, the reason I'm working this in here, I preached that night on the double cure. See, of 
uh, more preaching than teaching. I'm taking the time to teach here, but I just got down and went after preaching. <laughs> that night on the double cure, you see, himself, you know, took our infirmities. He was made to be sin. He bore our iniquities. Well, now, afterwards, the pastor sitting on the platform said to me, the Baptist pastor said, Brother Higgin, uh, well, could you loan me your notes? See, being Baptist, I learned to preach from notes, and sitting there, he could see my notes. He said, now, I, I, I realize, you know, being a minister, that you just have an outline there. But he said, after all, I've heard the message, and I can take the skeleton outline, put the meat on it, just like you did. But he said, I want to preach that. I, he said, I can't be here tomorrow night because I know you close Wednesday night. I'll send the notes back by somebody because we have Wednesday night service. Church. But I want to preach the same message Sunday morning in my church, the First Baptist Church that you preach here tonight. Hallelujah. The double cure. Hallelujah. Or, you see, our twofold redemption. The double cure or our twofold redemption. I want to preach that Sunday morning in my church. And then he said, after I preach it, I'm going to have this man that was in the wheelchair seven years, everybody knows, I'm going to have him to testify. And then he said, Sunday morning, I'm going to close out the service of the First Baptist Church by having them come down and stand just like you did, and I'm going to lay hands on her to be healed in the name of Jesus. <laughs> so our pastor was honest and sincere. When he did come to the light, he walked in it. Amen. amen. Can you say amen? amen? But the thought is this. How did you help this woman? What was it that changed her from not believing in divine healing? To be perfectly honest with you, and I said, just don't be perfectly honest, just be brutally frank. No, no, I don't believe in it. What changed her from saying, no, I don't believe in divine healing, to saying, yes, I'll be healed. Just go right ahead and lay your hands on me. The Word of God. Now, of course, what if she had read that script and said, well, I know that's in there, but I still don't believe it. Well, it wouldn't work. I said it wouldn't work. Are you listening to me? But she had an appreciation for the word. And when she read, himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. And as Isaiah literally said it, surely he has borne our sicknesses and carried our pains. Then she realized that healing belonged to her. Healing belongs to you. Hallelujah. Just as much as it belongs to her. God laid on Jesus our sicknesses and our pains and he bore them. Now that means that the pains and the afflictions that you may be suffering were laid on Jesus. He actually bore them as he bore your sins. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. So we believe that God laid our sins on Jesus. And therefore we don't have to bear them. This chapter also said that he laid our sickness on Jesus. You can say he laid my sickness on Jesus, made him sick with my disease. The word declares he hath made him to be sin who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Now, not only did he make him who knew no sin to be sin, but he made him who knew no sickness to be sickness. 
Well, now some people say, if that's so, why don't our church preach? That's what this woman said. If that's so, if it was so, my pastor would preach it. He didn't know about it. He hadn't been taught. We make a mistake of fallen men. Follow the Bible. I said, follow the Bible. I tell people all the time, don't you just accept something because I say it. If I don't prove it by the Bible and give you chapter and verse, don't you accept it. And if any other man or minister says anything, see, he may be thoroughly saved. I don't mean a man's not saved. See, I was thoroughly born again. I was raised Southern Baptist. Now, I joined the church, but on the bed of sickness, I come to find out that I really didn't know Jesus as just a church member. You know, there's a difference. So on the bed of sickness, I was born again. I was born, I know when I was born again. Man, it felt like a two-ton weight just rolled off of my chest. 20 minutes till 8 o'clock in the south bedroom. The 22nd day of April, Saturday, the 22nd day of April, 1933, I was born again. I was just much a child of God as I am now or as I'll ever be. Now, I wasn't a full-grown child. I was a newborn babe. Peter says, a newborn babe, desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. I didn't know a thing about divine healing. I thought I had to die. The doctors said I did. I thought I was going to die. I wanted to look at something there. And they said, well, no. The doctors had left two of them. And they said, no. Because, you see, the doctors, they hadn't told me, but they told the family, said, he'll never live through the night. So there's something I wanted to look at. And they said, well, no, you know, no, you know, just wait, you can look at it in the morning. I said, I won't be here in the morning. See, I really didn't think I would be there in the morning. I thought I'd die that night. See, I didn't know anything about divine healing. I didn't know that there's the least possibility of me being healed. You know, I didn't, I didn't think that, you know, or know that there's any more possibility of me being healed than I'd think that I would go to Mars tomorrow. You know, I never thought of that. <laughs> See? But I'm saved. Oh, thank God. Amen. Well, thank God. That's of foremost importance. Thank God for folks who are born again. I was born again. I was happy. I mean, it really didn't make me any difference to tell you the truth about whether I lived or died. I was just so glad I was in fellowship with God. And I just felt so good. Spiritually. Not physically. It's near death. But Spiritually. Somebody sat by my bedside all night long. I was that near gone. Actually, I was so far gone until somebody held my hand. Now, the person that held my hand was not even a Christian. They were a church member, like I had been. But, but actually, even naturally speaking, you, you can receive something. I could, at, at those moments, in fact, this person said later, you know, I started to get up and call the family, tell them to get up, you was dead twice. It just started, you know, and about that time, uh, he drew a long breath and started breathing. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. If you'd like to find more life-changing resources, then visit rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Right now, I want to tell you about this month's special offer, The Healing Package, a book by Ken Hagan, Healing Forever Settled. The CD by Kenneth E. Hagan, Man and Miracles, and a book by Kenneth E. Hagan, The Healing Anointing. All these great resources for $24.95. That's $6.95 off the regular retail price. 
call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99, 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also connect online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Or if you prefer to write Kenneth Hagin Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We also love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us at partnersservice at rhema.org. Become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Well, honey, guess where we're going to be in January? We're going to be in Florida, huh? We're going to go south. I, where I trust that it will be warm. <laughs> I believe that it will be. Yes, yes. You know, your dad had some good advice. Oh, yeah, he always advised me. In Crusades, he said, in the winter, winter you, you go, go south. south. In, in the, the summer, summer, you go, go north. north. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. But we are going to be in St. Augustine, Florida at Anchor Faith Church. Uh, That is January the 25th through the 27th. That's with Pastor Earl and Marcy Glisson. I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be good. That's going to be good. Maybe you might want to make plans if you're up in the cold country. It's January. That's hey, right. Come on down to Florida, and we'll have a good time in the sunshine yes. of natural, and we'll have a good time in the sunshine of the Lord. That's right. And you know, we like it so well in uh, the in the wintertime that we're going to be there the whole week. Then yeah. we're going to Miami, Florida. Right. So that's a little further down. We're going to be there January the 28th through the 30th at the Alpha and Omega Church. Our friends, Pastor Alberto and Miriam Degato. Oh, I'm looking forward yes, to being with it's Alberto be good. and those guys. That's a fantastic. They're a fantastic couple. That's right. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, you know, I'm, I, I, our living faith. We got we've got our living faith crusade start up in January. Yes. And we'll be doing living faith crusades now all the way through. I guess we we take off in February. And then we start up again in March because in February we have Winter Bible Seminar here. That's right. Monday, Kenneth E. Hagan continues his series on Healing Belongs to Us. That's next week here on Rama for Today Radio with Ken and Lynette Hagan.